Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this dot com to talk turkey. Hey Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Ring, ring. I'm Kate Revs. And I'm Gemma Peanut. And it's Friday. Not Friday night, Friday morn. Friday in the AM. I do miss my song though. It's Friday night and I'm feeling right. Did we ever identify what that was? No. Did you invent it? Yes. You wrote that song. I probs didn't. <laughs> you know, we all get influenced from someone. <laughs> I'd love to know where that song is from. If anyone knows, hit me. It feels like a Kenny G yeah. Simply Red vibe. Yeah, it does have a vibe of that, doesn't it? <laughs> but we need to change the song to say, it's Friday morning and I'm feeling, feeling yawning. yawning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we are not Lin-Manuel Miranda. We certainly are not. He would be like, you basic bitches. You... That rhyme was so obvious. So easy. <laughs> Shall we see what Bestie has called the bat phone? The bat phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, solve their dilemma and turn it into Dilemonade. Hey, Besties. I'm uh, wondering if you can help me with my dilemma. Okay. I'm currently navigating returning to work after having two children and being a stay-at-home mom <laughs> and realising that once I take the childcare costs out and tax and everything else, parking, commuting, I actually don't earn any money. The kids cry at drop-off, there's less home-cooked meals when I'm at work, but I just really hate being a stay-at-home mum. I find it both so underwhelming and so overwhelming. I'm ready to work, I'm ready to have adult conversations, I'm ready to feel purpose, I'm ready to feel like it's not just my job to make the dinner. But yeah, it's challenging and I'm not earning anything. So what do I do? Ooh. First of all, I'm going to make an assumption. I'm going to go out on a whim and assume that she's in a partnership. Yeah, she didn't say I'm a single mum. Yeah, and yeah. I know a lot of single mums do declare it mm-hmm. because it's often their bugbear that yeah. it's like, I'm a single mum. And so, also they usually need to work. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting how she said, after taking out all of the costs, I'm not earning any money. Once again, and we've talked about this on the podcast, like why is the assumption always the women's salary? Yeah, why is her salary? gonna pay for childcare yes it should be the combined household salary, salary. and then you take the childcare yeah. out of both yeah this is something that I really it feel it drives me, me crazy it, it drives me crazy too because women say there's no point in me going back to work because my salary covers childcare so I may as well stay at home and care it's like why do we assume that it's the woman's job to make her salary cover the cost of childcare yeah, it's a shared cost it is the children are shared the cost is is shared and let's just remember that your partner can't work full-time without you being at home helping with the kids and so therefore if you choose to go back to work it's both of your salaries covering that fucking cost i'm gonna beat this drum yeah over and over until people get it into their heads it's not the woman's job to pay for the care if she goes to work it is a shared partnership cost 100p really infuriating also long game babe 
yeah. long game. Okay. If you want to go back to work and it sounds like she really wants to go she back to work. She literally said, I'm ready to use my brain, have adult conversation, have purpose. Now, can I just jump in quickly? Because people who are stay at home mums can get jumpy when they hear of pro working mums shit on the stay at home mum job. So I'm going to just get in here early yeah. and say, I have friends who became mums and discovered their purpose. Yeah. And they love parenthood and they live for it and yeah. they enjoy it. And they're the kind of people who could literally go into homeschooling. They love it that much. It's a different breed of human. And they have every right to love and enjoy that. In fact, and it's still a job. It is still a job. It's and it's not paid. Exactly. And then there are people who are also allowed to hate child rearing. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah. It doesn't come naturally to me. I love working. I love my job. I love what I do. So for me, even if for a moment, let's do a thought experiment yeah. that I did consider my salary going towards childcare. Mm-hmm. And let's assume that it cancels each other out, yep. right? And I have a husband who then earns blah, blah, blah. I don't agree with this thought train, but yep. we're just going to go for it for the sake of this experiment. I still think it's worth yes. going to work. Yes. Because it sounds like that's the thing that fills her cup. Yeah. That's the thing that she's missing in her life right now. That's the thing that makes her her. Yes. And you know what's really fucking good for kids? A mum who is her own person, who has a sense of self, who is fulfilled, who is happy, who has a purpose. Yes. That is good for everyone in the family. Absolutely. And that feeling that you talked about... DL really resonated with me where you said it feels both overwhelming and And underwhelming. I was like, oh my God, ding, ding, ding. When I was not working for four months, when I had a newborn, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I'm so bored and feeling so unstimulated, but fuck, where does the time go? And why do I feel like I can't cope in life? Yeah. Sounds to me that you need to prioritize filling your cup back up so you can give because you can't give from an empty cup by going back to work despite the costs of childcare. We all have to swallow that cost. Yeah. It sucks. For a time. For a time. Yeah. I come to you from the other side. Yes, you are the future. I am the school mum correspondent reporting back to the early child rearing days. It sucks. You feel like you're hemorrhaging money. It just pours out of your bank account. Yes, you're paying private school fees to have your children in care so you can go back to work. It ends. I now have two kids at school and it's got its own challenges. Pick up drop off times are a joke, blah, blah, blah. But I am not paying 20 grand a year per child to have them in care anymore. Someone told me, Revs, is this true? That after school care is like $50 a day? Yeah, 60 at mine. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. We, wow. we can get into that in a minute. But yeah. first of all, I just want to talk about this long game. Yes. And it's not even that long a game. No. So another thought experiment will assume they're like two and four yep. or one and three or something like that. So you've got like three more years of childcare fees and then they're at school. Three years out of your career is really big time huge it's a really long time to be out of the workforce be out of your job i don't know what industry you're in but industries do move on you know things change really rapidly technology has been a massive contributor to the pace of things changing rapidly systems change i don't know if you're in banking fucking laws change and you've got a you know education has to happen instagram algorithms change for people who work in marketing it's a nightmare things just rapidly move these days right so three years or probably five years out of the workplace 
if you're going to be a stay-at-home mom until they go to school, five, six, seven, depending on how many kids you have, that many years out is so detrimental to your career. Now, it sounds like her career is important to her and she likes working. Yes. So this is, sure, even if it's neutral, even if you're not earning, it's still an investment. Absolutely. In you, mama. Yeah. In you, your mental health, your sense of purpose, your sense of self-worth, your career. You are allowed to want a brilliant career or a satisfying career or just a fine career. You're allowed to want that for yourself. And you're allowed to want time with other adults. Yes. And you're allowed to not love being a stay-at-home mum. Yeah. You know, just as many people love it as don't. But one is not better than the other. You yeah. know, both things can be true. It's like some people like cheese and some people don't like cheese. Take the emotion out of it. It's not for everyone, just like anything else in the world. It's not for everyone. Doesn't mean you love your children any less than someone who loves being a stay at home mum. It's just not your calling or the way you want to live your life. Fine. I know I'm on a rant. No, you're on a rant. <laughs> and I really want to jump on what you were saying about doesn't mean you love your kids any less. Doesn't. Because we've talked about this before, but when people say, oh no, I want to raise my children. Yeah. And the suggestion is, is that by you being a working parent that you're not actually raising your children. But I just passionately disagree with that. Because no one would say that to a working dad. Yes. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say, oh, you're a working dad. Oh, then oh. you don't raise your children. Yeah, it's bollocks. It's bullshit. But also, I truly believe that the core values that we breed into our children comes from us. From your house. Like childcare, daycare, they bring elements of education. There is no doubt another influence, but that is good. You remember how we used to say it takes a village to raise a child? That's the village. It's a positive thing and it builds resilience in kids. And I personally love that Rafa and Iggy come home and they've learnt things like colours or spelling, like things that I haven't sat down because I want to teach them the how to exist in a world ship from a social perspective, from how to be a good human in society and how to contribute and how to be of service and how to care and how to be empathetic. And you know what? They learn all those tools at daycare as well. As well, from other sources. It's yes. great. It's I great. think it's really, really important. So basically, I'm all for you going back to work, DL. I know I don't normally jump hard on one or the other. I always say, well, you could do this. You will. And I'm strongly in support of you going back to work because I can hear in your voice that you want to do it for you. And yeah, sure, it might not bring in enough money right now. But when your kids are in school, you might have had a promotion, gone up a pay level, and you will have been three years back in your job. And by the time your kids go to school, you're in the groove, you're really good at your job again, you're rising through that company or through your career or that stage of life, and then it is worth it. Absolutely. And then you do have two incomes and you are earning more and it all starts to make sense. If you put yourself on hold, it could have the opposite effect. You might never go back into the workforce. I was just about to bring that up because the longer you spend out of the workforce, Mm -hmm. the harder it is to get back in. And I've spoken to lots of stay-at-home mums who come to me through the hatchery, for example, the online business course that I created with Emma Keiko, because their confidence is so knocked because they've stepped away from it that they almost don't know how to find that motivation and ability to put themselves out there to even apply for a new job. Another thing that I wanted to bring up as well, in case there are some DLs in this scenario, if you have a partner who is telling you it's not worth you going back to work because your salary is cancelled out by the cost of... I mean, first of of all, dump him. Well, (laughs) I tend to... It's so short-sighted. Sorry, it really enrages me. No, it is incredibly short-sighted, but it is a common narrative. There are a lot of husbands who go oh no honey like there's no point like you should just stay at home and look after the kids it's a misogynist narrative 100 
percent. I guess the reason why I'm bringing it up is that I want to encourage you to bring up this idea of joint salary yes. is what covers the cost of childcare and also laying out all of the benefits of you going to work and what that means for the long-term vision of your household income yeah. and what that can mean for you. But not only that, your mental health, like you can literally rattle off all of those things. If but- you want it. If you want it. If that's what you want. Because it's like, let's not pretend it's easy. You know, she said the kids cry at drop off. Making meals is hard. Yes, it really does complicate your day. Your schedule becomes more hectic. But by the way, that's also shared or should be. And I mean, we don't know the setup. Like maybe her husband's an emergency doctor and it's just not that simple. Or he's a FIFO. He's a FIFO. FIFO. What did we decide it was? FIFO, FIFO? No, we got schooled on this. I think it was FIFO. No, I think it's FIFO. Oh, fuck. Okay, whatever. Sorry. F-I-F-O. F-I-F-O. Fly and fly out yes we don't know the actual scenario but if it's like you both go to an office x days a week blah 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 share the drop off and pick up share it everything should be shared so both of your careers can be fostered and thrive i do genuinely think that we are the generation who are educating partners in this new modern way i'm glad that we're not part of the boomer generation where it was expected like i talked to my husband's mum, and she's like oh no like bill didn't do any nappy changes he didn't do any of that. that no but that's just how it was yeah, my right? dad didn't change nappy yeah and neither did my dad yeah. so i'm glad that that narrative is changing but it's not like men have gone oh no we're all 50 50 now i've got to have conversations with my wife on how we can split domestic chores and childcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, evenly yeah, yeah. we are still educating our partners like i have to remind my husband constantly that he has to step up more. And this is the world we're in because we both work full time. Like for example, the other day, I took Iggy to get his immunizations. He was getting his second Bexero vaccine. I organized it all. And when Hubs came home from work, he was like, how was your day? And I was like, oh, I did Iggy's immunizations. And he was like, oh, thanks for organizing that. And then I jumped in and said, hey, seeing as I look after Iggy's immunizations and Rafa's and you have nothing to do with it, can you please get on the kindy app and just take charge of some of the school responsibilities right. because I've noticed that this is something that I'm already starting to slip into yep. being in charge of. Oh. Especially now that Rafa's started kindy, there's things like there's this charity day, superhero day, harmony day, bring a food from another culture to school day. And I said to my husband, you need to be on that WhatsApp chat. And he's like, well, is there anything I need to be across? I was like, everything, everything, everything. We need to be across it equally. Why does it always fall to mum? I could go on about this forever. I'm a co-parent, right? I don't have my kids every day. If my kid is sick, they call me. They have the schedule. They have a whole system for separated parents where they know which parent to call on the state. doesn't matter. They just look up mum and they call me. I cannot tell you how many times I've had to answer the phone in a meeting or on a shoot or something. And they're like, we need you to come pick up Teddy. And I'm like, here is his dad's number. It is his dad's day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they just call mum first. And you have to like tell them multiple times. It happened at daycare as well. And so I'm getting exasperated and ragey, but but it's it's like it wears you the fuck down down and but you know what i'm willing to go in to fight yeah to make it better for the next generation like i don't know for all the school mums out there has anyone ever seen a male class parent so every year one of the parents has to nominate themselves as the class parent they're the person who talks to the teacher and runs the whatsapp group for the class right i've only been at school three years so i've had four classes two this year and two other years 
I have never in my time seen a male class parent. It's yeah. always a mum. Yeah. So why is that? I understand traditionally, not tra- not even traditionally. I just understand that in some scenarios, the male may be the bigger earner. And so it makes more sense for them to go and fully do the work yeah, or whatever. But there's privilege in that. And that's alone. great. And like, if that's your scenario, obviously that's a unique setup or whatever. But I feel like anecdotally, the most people that we know at least in our sample, and maybe this is just our bubble, but both partners are working. How you live in Sydney on one salary is pretty remarkable. It's bonkers. You know, I'm just getting into that world now and it's full on trying to subsist on one salary in Sydney. So most people, both partners are working to support the family. It needs to be an equal split. Hungy P. I just, yeah, work it out. <laughs> yeah. And I also want to say to this DL, in terms of home cooked meals are sort of falling by the wayside, like daycare drop off is hard. Like, unfortunately, something has to give. Yeah. You know, I've shared this before, but someone asked me in my DMs once, like, can you have it all? Mm. And I said, yes, you can, just not, not at, at the once. same time. Mm. So you have to learn to relinquish control and surrender and accept like I fully accept that my kids do not eat beautifully cooked homemade meals every night sometimes it's sausages and some broccoli sometimes it's a frozen meal there was a time and I look back at old Jem Mm. from two years ago who used to kill herself with guilt Mm. all the time over that oh my kids aren't eating like other families who make fucking homemade bliss balls for their desserts you know my kids eat ice cream for dessert what a waste of energy and time like none of that shit matters and unless it really matters to you do you know what I mean like well it did matter to me but there's something in the letting go and saying yeah but then on the other hand they get X, Y, and Z because of the fact that I work. You know, they get exposure to this and exposure to that. A lot of it is a discipline of reframing things in your head. And my other favorite thing to do is fucking zoom out from Australia, zoom out from your fucking bubble Mm -hmm. and go, are my children safe? Yeah. Do they have a warm bed to sleep in? Do they have a roof over their head? Are they loved? Are they loved and are their bellies full? Yeah, done. Tick, 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 boom. Okay, like let's not kill ourselves over dumb shit like home-cooked meals because it is trivial at the end of the day. And also, guys, it's a moment in time. I cannot tell you the relief. Look, school has its own thing. The hours are fucked. You have to have this weird gnarly schedule of like after school things on this day, grandparents on that day, help and on school this holidays. Day. I school do, holidays I do find fucked. that challenging. It's fucked, but financially it ends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. School holiday programs. Look, it probably doesn't end fully. <laughs> it eases. Yes. You're not just sending out that monthly couple of grand. You know, oh my god, it care. hurts. It hurts. It hurts. But it's not forever. You are investing in yourself. You know, it's so funny when you talk about the guilt because my mum was a stay-at-home mum and I cherish my childhood, my mm. early childhood. And I remember my mum was there every single day at the gate and we would have beautiful afternoons after school and she would do activities with us and read with us and we would go to these awesome shows in the school holidays and we would have lots of play day. Like we had a rich, beautiful childhood and that was a gift my mum gave us and her. She really enjoyed it. She said she was never bored being a stay-at-home mom. That's her personality and that's her bliss. Do you know what I mean? And that was her choice. So I often have to remind myself, that's my conditioning and my modeling that I've seen. My mum modeled that for me and I am so grateful for that. So do you sometimes live with the guilt that you're not giving that childhood to your kids? I used to. So I used to be like, oh, and I'm not giving that to my kids. But there are lots of things that are different from when my mum raised us as to now. We literally didn't have screens. Yeah. You know, so that's a new thing. We had a car, so we drove everywhere. I don't have a 
car. My kids walk everywhere. You know, you would say that's better. I don't know. I'm just saying it's different. Yes. And what I have to remind myself is my kids are going to have the working parent experience, which sure is different, but it's not bad. Well, can I bring some comfort as a child of two full-time working parents growing up? So I grew up with a mum rocking an 80s perm and always in a power suit coming home every single day with the ability to be fully present in that hour before bedtime. Yeah. And I don't look at my childhood with anything but the fondest memories. I have and you're super close to your mum. So close to my mum. She definitely raised you. Like you have all Hunji, her values. Hunji P, she yeah. raised me. And you know, it's such a small thing. But the one thing my mum was absolutely dedicated to every single night was reading me a bedtime story. And she used to do all the different voices. Like I still vividly remember the character voices she put on reading me Charlotte's Web. That's the shit that I take from my childhood that matters. And she was away a lot for what she used to travel for. She was at the British Chamber of Commerce. So that meant going to Singapore for work or going to wherever for work. But then I also relish the memory of her coming home and bringing the lollies of that country. So I'd get to try fucking... It's a totally different experience, but it's no less valuable. No less valuable. And we need to remember that caring for and raising children are different. Yes, you can give the care and raise or you can raise alone or and outsource, and outsource the, care. the care it's not less it's yeah. just different yes and it's okay it is more than okay more than okay and if you're a working parent who's riddled with guilt just remind yourself what you're modeling for your children because yeah. that really helps me i like that rafa gets to see mummy go to work or lately <laughs> like this is a weird proud thing but as I've shared on the podcast before, I'm really committed to Pilates. I know I keep going on about it and it's silly. She's a Pilates girl. But I'm just really proud because I've extended beyond the three months. Yeah. You know how I said yeah. I do exercise for three months and then I fall off the wagon yeah. and then two years later, I, it. I yes, I've broken the pattern. And Rafa now in the morning sees me sneak out the door at 6am and she's like, mommy, are you going to exercise? I was Mm. like, yeah, I'm going to go make my body strong. And she goes, have fun. And I love that she's seeing me do that. Like there's positive influence in that, even if it feels self-indulgent to do these things. And again, we need to remind ourselves just because we do it one way doesn't mean they're going to think one way. So my mom was a stay-at-home mom full-time and I'm a full-time working parent. Do you know what I mean? It's different. Just because you're one way doesn't mean you're teaching them one thing's good and one thing's bad. They will have their own lives, their own scenarios, their own situations and their own desires and they will be their own person. Yeah. Once again, we like to think that we can control who they become We actually give ourselves too much credit. Way too much credit. They are who they are and they're going to be who they're going to be. Nature will out. So if they're loved, warm, happy, safe, fed, fed, clean. You're doing well, mama. Fucking nailing it. Yeah. Go to work. Well, that was an especially long bestie hotline. (laughs) A little bit shouty. Yeah, a little bit shouty. (laughs) bit ragey. And a bit advice givey, but I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Fine with it. Look, DLs, we love you. We hope we turned your dilemma into some Dilemonade and that you take away some goodness from that. Enjoy your Dilemonade with two hands at your desk when you have your own time at work. Yeah, maybe a body (laughs) and a potty on the side. At work? Yeah, why not? You won't be at work for long. Look, I work from home. I can do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, happy Friday, bitches. Happy Friday, ladies. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.